Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Uh, this is one of the bonus episodes. A little newsstand action for you. It's just going to be me real quick, hopefully. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully I don't diddle-dally. Um, but uh, just we had a really just big, beefy burrito of news once again. So, you know, I figured, hey, if I got the time, let's go. Um, so, Let's just get into it. Um, in uh, from uh, from Reuters, I can never pronounce this right, guys. I'm sorry, uh, but from Reuters, um, resurgent Taliban take provincial capital and kill Afghan government spokesman. Uh, so pretty much the situation. Um, we've, I don't know how much we haven't talked about it too much, but what we we have talked about. It. Um, you know, we are you know falling back. And leaving Afghanistan and, you know, the prevailing thought and worry, concern, pretty much fact now, um, is that as we are leaving, we're pretty much gone. Uh, I mean, they've kind of like said, hey, we'll for sure just be out of here by the end of the year. But I mean, pretty much all our forces have gone. Any of the major bases, we've pretty much left. Um, But uh, Zaranj in Kabul... So it's like um, that's the capital is, is Zaranj, uh, was taken by the Taliban. Um, and pretty much that led to a situation where now they are occupying it. They said they've liberated the area via a tweet, uh, which is crazy to me to think that the Taliban tweet. But I mean, I mean, if, if Donald Trump can do it, anyone can. Right. Uh, but. This is obviously a growing problem situation um, because they're not just going to stop at this capital. They're going to keep pushing and expanding as much as they can. And without, you know, Western backed, you know, forces, there's really just they're allowed to run rampant um, with all the while us just saying, hey, you know, we did our best. You know, it's time for us to let them take the reins now. Um, But this has also led to. A killing of, um, like I said, the government spokesman. His name was Dawa Khan Minipal. Um, he was the head of government media and information, an information center. Sorry. Um, so pretty much, it's just they want to pretty much hurt the democracy, uh, you know, as hard as they can, wherever they can. And this is just one of the moves that they are doing. And, I mean, we're going to keep you posted with any more that we see and we find. But um, it's not looking too great for, for that situation. I mean, uh, sadly, it's just it's a domino effect that can happen as we make these kind of moves and decisions to try to wash our hands of our previous situation, quote, unquote. I don't know. Um, but in some back to some U.S. stuff, U.S. news, well, I mean, I guess Afghanistan, U.S. news is kind of, like, related, but, uh, uh, CNN politics, uh, we got, uh, some sad news, uh, two more D.C., uh, police officers who responded to the Capitol insurrection have died by suicide, um, let's see, the officer, one was Officer Gunther Hashida, uh, he died on the 29th, um, and then, Officer Metropolitan Officer Kyle DeFreytag uh, was found dead on July 10th. 
And apparently this brings the number up to four, uh, I believe. Or is it, you know, it went from four to six. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, So, I mean, it's just one of those things where it can kind of go to show that, like, I think people downplay the whole event. And I mean, I think even to some extent we have too, where it's just like, hey, it was so crazy, you know, but, you know, obviously it was just Trump trying to pop off and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, nothing's really happening right now. I mean, they are doing investigation. They are, you know, charging people for things, but it just seems like they're really aiming at organizations. So it, it's it's kind of the things you do as society. We kind of just mentally walk our way th- away from it. But for the people who put their lives on the line that day, it was harrowing. Like uh, some of the testimonials were people saying they were surrounded by people yelling them, calling them traitor, you know, attacking him or attacking these people, you know, trying to gouge their eyes out, trying to take their weapons and firearms and beat and shoot them with it and just yelling at them that they're just going to kill them. Like, and you know that you can't just pull out your weapon and shoot them because that's the end. And that's mentioned you don't want to do that, but you're surrounded. I mean, it, it was a terrible, traumatic situation for all these people. Uh, my heart goes out to the families. Um, it's it's a lot. Um, uh, but um, I guess it's going to segue into the next bit that we have. Sorry, guys. I'm, whew. Uh, but... Um, the this is from HuffPost, and the uh, title is "We Are Going Back to the Capitol." Ex-Trump campaign official announces a huge protest. Uh, so this is from a data chief, Matt ba- Brainerd. Um, he was saying this um, to a former strategist, Steve Bannon, and pretty much they're planning on the quote is. We're going back to the Capitol right where it started, and it's going to be huge. Um, so, I mean, this is the new the new thing that they're going to do. Pretty much, hey, let's rev this thing up again. Let's talk about it again. He called the protest that they're going to have on September 18th justice for J6. So, you know, we have in the last, you know, the last thing I just talked about, obviously, was the insurrection that happened. And... Now we have these people who are literally trying to stack on that situation and just, (laughs) they said, he says further, as we continue to raise the profiles of these individuals um, who have been arrested, it makes it harder and harder for the phony left narrative about the insurrection to stick. We're going to push back on the phony narrative that there was an insurrection. (coughs) So, it's like this guy is pretty much trying to gaslight America with this kind of thing. And it's something that he wants to push onto Trumpers, the real hoggers out there, to um, push that narrative too. And then they're going to take this energy, swirl it around, swirl it around, swirl it around. And then they're going to try to do this again. I believe, they say, let's see. Um, it's going to be somewhere, you know, in D.C., I want to say it was like somewhere on the West Lawn or something like that. They wanted to try to do this. Yeah, the rally is planned for the West Lawn of the Capitol. Um, and uh, they want to just try to do this flashback again. Um, so it's frustrating uh, to read about this kind of shit, to literally have to talk about people going through all this trauma because some orange Oompa Loompa man said, you know what, you should take that 
to them. You should fucking take control and do all this stupid shit and then washes his hands of it. And then, you know, now we have the same kind of stupid motherfuckers right back at it again. Um, I don't know. It's a bummer. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to take it and move on. But we're going to be vigilant and we're going to keep posting on anything else. Um, if there is something on that day, then I guess we'll have any more news that week. But we'll see. Hopefully, I'm hopefully not. I, I really hope that this is just a dry ass publicity stunt just to get more attention. And that's it. Um, but some more um, U.S. news. Uh, we got this from NPR. Love me some NPR. Uh, the Postal Service presses forward with unpopular plan to slow some mail delivery. So, I mean, I know what you're thinking. Like, how could it get any slower? Uh, you know, they don't call it snail mail for nothing. But um, pretty much with everything going on with Corona and just a loss of money all the way around, um, they're pretty much saying, hey, we're going to change things up. And they've approved this plan um, to slow down first class mail. So now it's, and it's not just something that's going to be like a short-term thing. It's going to be a 10-year plan. So naturally, people aren't super stoked about it, even in, in the um, the Postal Service. You know, people are, you know, speaking out saying, hey, we should try other methods potentially. But pretty much the retort to that is all of these things are kind of single-use issues that you're trying to remarket as solutions. Like, you know... Yeah, you want to make sure that, you know, we're not cutting these things and cutting those things and reducing that. But, like, we are past the point of thinking that this is okay, that we're going to be in the clear and things are going to get better. Like, we only know that things are going to get worse with this Delta variant. And where we are now is not good. So, you know, it sucks. It's sad. um, Because I I hate waiting for mail. I know, you know, you, you put your little stamp on that thing. You send it. You know, okay, cool. You're thinking the person's going to get it and it takes forever for some shit. But, um, you know, maybe I'm also just like taking it out of my FedEx and Amazon packages or something. But, you know, it's a bummer, but uh, you got to do what you got to do to get by. And, you know, even the postal service is going through the strug, you know. Uh, but there was another article from the NPR that I had missed in terms of, well, this one is from the NPR, but in general, the moratorium ban. I missed it, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, I was just kind of uh, had a decent amount of news, you know, last week, too. And I was like, OK, we're going to talk about it. OK, we're going to talk about it. And then I bumped it for something else randomly and didn't even think about it. So I was big salty, but um, it's still a thing. It's still something to talk about. So bet your ass I'm going to keep talking about it. Um, pretty much we <laughs> the. <laughs> The libs, the dims, whoever you want to blame, whoever, the balls dropped. You know, we had the moratorium set from last year and pretty much, um, you know, it lapsed. And they're like, well, we don't know what we're going to do. Pelosi talked about what was going to be done. Biden's like, I don't know. My hands are kind of tied. They're pretty much just passing the buck around, passing the buck around. And then we're going to go into recess and let it lapse. And um, I mean, that obviously was just terrible. It was going to lapse on Saturday last week. Um, and then it's, it's the 7th, uh, August 7th. I know, so professional, sorry. Uh, but pretty much Cori Bush, um, she slept outside, um, uh, I believe right, like right outside the Capitol, like on the steps. 
to protest this. And she's like, we can't not do our job here, guys. Like, this is literally what we do. And if we don't do it, if we go on recess, just not handling this problem, people are going to die. You know, like, it's ridiculous to think that we even have to have a conversation about, well, where can these people stay? Like, you know, people need to get paid. These landlords need their money. And, you know, Biden tried to say, oh, well, there's legal reasons on why I can't do it. And, you know, Pelosi kind of echoed the same thing. But then, you know, after, you know, this little bit of protesting, they were like, okay, 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 we'll force the issue. We'll, we'll, we'll do something. And they issued a 60-day, um, more or less, moratorium ban. So it's going to go to Teal, Teal, uh, October the 3rd. I can talk, I swear. Um, so, I mean, it's, that's still loose, you know, let's not pretend that like that fixes the issue. It is just another stopgap bandaid. Um, also to note too, the debt is still on the table for these people. Like it's still stacking, 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 stacking up. So it's one of those things that's very frustrating to say, okay, well, we're helping, we're doing our best we can for you. And, and I guess, but it's just one of those things where it's like, well, what do you do when this ban is inevitably lifted, you know? All that money, all that tab, I mean, it's still going to be up and people are still looking for jobs. People are still in really bad situations having to deal with potential COVID outbreaks. And not to mention this new ban is specifically tailored to like high um, outbreak areas. It's not just a general ban. So it's even less than before. So people are still in jeopardy right now. Um, It's a lot. And, you know, as a person who struggles month to month to make sure that they can pay their rent, it scares me to know that this safety net that's apparently out here isn't really out here. And, and it's it's set to break and fail at any given any given day. Um, so my hearts and, and thoughts go out to the people right now struggling out there, you know, on the verge with this. It, it sucks, you know. Um, <laughs> I don't know, guys. Let me let me hit this real quick. Woo! But we will keep you posted. There's no doubt more to come because um, I know, like I said, with the legal thing, people are already clamoring about it. Landlord's mad, landlord's mad, landlord's mad. Um, But, um, you know, talking about lawsuits and things like that because they're not getting their money. um, And naturally their debt is piling up all the same. Um, And I'm sure there's some there's some tears shed for someone out there. I don't know. but um, there's definitely more sad to talk about this, and we'll definitely keep you posted. But I wanted to end it on a lighter note before I actually go into my redactions corner. Um, Simone Biles, I think I said that right this time, guys. Uh, she wins bronze medal for uh, the bounce beam and a return to action at the Tokyo Olympics. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm drinking. I'm smoking. I'm doing everything, guys. Um but she's back. She's back. She um she made a return. I know I had said in the previous episode, like, okay, you know, it's looking like she's gonna be out um and just you know cheerleading. But she did make the return. I mean, she was on the the roster still, so they didn't take her off or anything, so she could come back in, in a given event. Um, so she came back and battled for bronze and got there. Um, she also went to add on um 
that pretty much the the situation from last week was something that that was called um a case of the twisties which is something i kind of heard in um a breakdown of the situation um but kind of forgot to mention and it's just something where it's just like with the with these um gymnasts doing such complicated tricks it's so much movement in one moment everything is happening you're gyrating all around you know your head is going everywhere your body and legs and everything limbs are everywhere so you can lose focus in these flips and twists and not refine the ground and that was something that's very uncanny for simone to be able to do well like as a kid she hit the scene and like you didn't have to like teach her like how to move through that that feeling she was just on it boom she would hit it boom and i mean she's still capable um but the situation from last week was pretty much like she had that feeling she was already nervous about it and she's like i can't like you know there's a strong chance that i'm not going to be able to not just pull it off but i'm going to hurt myself so you know once again she took that time but she came back she got herself the bronze um i believe what china's tang zine I believe she won silver and um, let's see. Uh, maybe it is China's Guan Chichen um, won gold, I believe in that whole event. But I um, was really stoked that she was able to come back and, you know, make a good performance, make a strong showing, hit the podium. That's always good. Um, so hell yeah, let's go America. Let's go, Simone. About it. I'm with it. Um, so, but last but not least, um, Corrections Corner, which I might bring up again in the next episode, uh, just so, you know, Brad's aware of my foofy. Um, but we didn't know. We make mistakes. I mean, I think I did know, but, like, it was way back. Um, but with Martin Scarelli. Uh, also, shout out to my boy, Terrell Flowers. Uh, he hit me up and said, hey, just so you know, uh, Scarelli did the drug for the hiv thing and it's like oh yeah 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 yeah. like we were over here thinking it's like diabetes or you know some other dumb no it's not those are dumb it was we thought it was some other shit um i didn't do enough research because i'm a dumb dumb uh so thank you flowers for putting me on and putting the world on through your beautiful mind um so thank you love you um so thanks for listening. Thanks for checking in. Um, gosh, another cool little episode. Um, let's see. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, let's see. The Twitter's now underscore Brad. Facebook now Brad for, you know, now and then Brad and Isaiah. That's the page of Facebook. Uh, and then now and then with Brad and Isaiah on instagram we got a little tip jar for our patreon um you can give us some money and we'll give you a shout out but as you can see also if you help out and just let me know when uh, you know we're wrong you just hit us up and let us know that kind of shit um we love that and we'll give you shout outs too so i mean there's ways to do it for free there's ways to do it for for you know give us the money and you get what you want you know so there's something to think about um kind of just waxing poetic here sorry guys but um you know we'll see you next episode full bore akimbo pew 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 and um till then love ya Mwah.